Wow, where did 2021 go? It seems like just yesterday we were saying good riddance to the dumpster fire that was 2020. 2021 turned out to be better in some ways and disappointing in others. Listen in as I share my top three takeaways from 2021 and what will be different for me in 2022. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Hey friends, I don't know about you, but I enjoy hearing other people share about their lessons learned and how they make decisions to move forward in their ministry or business. It always makes me feel less alone when I see that others have struggled in some of the same areas I have, and I learn new tips and strategies by hearing how they solve them. So I thought as we wrap up this year, I'd share the three biggest things I've learned and give you a preview of where I'm headed in 2022. My first takeaway is that it's okay to do things my own way. At the beginning of 2020, starting a podcast was barely an idea, and to be honest, one that I wasn't very excited about. I had it in my brain that my podcast had to look like all the other podcasts I'd been a guest on, 45 minutes to an hour of chatting with a guest. All I could envision was endless back and forth trying to schedule guests, complicated editing, headshots, bios, books to review. Just thinking about it made me nauseous. But then a very wise coach gave me permission to do what worked for me. 10 to 15 minutes, solo episodes, super simple and actionable. I was worried if anyone would listen, if there were no fun guests to help promote the episodes. Would I be able to keep up the pace every week on my own? And I'm happy to report that it's gone better than I expected. After nine months of producing a new episode every week, I've got a solid process with a mix of recycled and new content. I have an amazing intern who helps with the back-end stuff, and the downloads are steadily growing. But more importantly, I regularly hear from people about how an episode helped them take action or solve a problem. That's what it's all about. Doing it my own way was the only way I could have gotten it done. My second takeaway is that I can't be in task mode and create mode at the same time. My word of the year was people, and I resolved to put people over projects, to prioritize serving my clients and mastermind members over starting new projects. That was definitely top of mind most of the year, but there were times, like the last three months, that I had a lot of projects and special events on my calendar and a very long to-do list. During this time, I found that I couldn't focus on getting tasks done and at the same time do my best creative work, or even any creative work some days. My brain could not make that jump. 
My creativity was completely zapped, and while I still had good ideas, I didn't have a single good word to go with them in my head. Thankfully, God brought creative partners alongside me who had amazing words to get me off the blank page. They needed me to stay on top of the tasks, and I needed them to help me create. I love how he uses us to fill each other's gaps, and I realized I'm pretty comfortable in that gap filler space. You'll hear more about that in a minute. My third takeaway is that I learned, again, the value of recycling and repurposing content. And I don't mean only the time-saving and brain cell-sparing value, but also the transformational value to my audience. I found this to be true in two situations this year. In October, I spoke to the His Girls Gather group. The ladies in this group have been friends since the very beginning of my Do A New Thing journey. Several of them have taken pretty much every course or workshop I've offered and read or listened to most of my content. What I felt led to share that day was a reframing of ideas I've shared several times before. And as I started my presentation, I apologized to the ones who had followed me for a long time, afraid that they might not learn anything new. The presentation was very well received with a lot of positive feedback. And at the end, the one person I just knew had heard it all before said, you know, I've been sitting here wondering when you were going to get to the part I've heard before. I must not have been paying attention because all of this sounds new to me. Truly a light bulb moment for me. Just because I felt I had said these things many times before didn't mean everyone else had heard them every time or any time. Our readers and listeners are busy, and certain things hit different depending on their season or their needs. Which brings me to the second time I learned by repurposing content. If you listen to episode 40, you know I did a whole episode about peace goals because I had covered them briefly on another podcast the week earlier, and it generated a lot of discussion. Funny thing is, peace goals was not a new idea. I originally wrote about it on my blog almost three years ago. I've shared it on at least three other podcasts before I shared it this time. The response has always been good in the past. It's an interesting idea, makes a lot of sense, but not like this time. This time was different. I'm still not sure exactly why it resonated, but it did, and I'm grateful for the opportunities it's given me to share more about my passion for making goals fit into our lives rather than building our lives around our goals. I've always believed in repurposing content, but this year seemed to be the year that I learned the true value is not for myself, but for the people who need the message in a new and fresh way. So that's where I've been in 2021. Now, where am I going in 2022? I have a big change coming. You probably know that I work full-time as a project manager in the engineering and construction industry. For three and a half years and throughout the pandemic lockdowns, we were in the engineering phase of my project, and I've had every other Friday off. Plus, I had some flexibility in the middle of my day to do interviews and other things on my lunch hour. But now we have fully transitioned to the construction site, where I'll be working 50 hours a week with little or no time or privacy on my lunch hour. It's a significant shift in my schedule in terms of the number of hours I can devote 
to do a new thing and when I can devote them. All of my appointments for coaching, masterminding, and collaborating will now have to be in the evenings and on Saturdays. I know that doesn't work for a lot of people, so it could limit my opportunities. I prayed about it, and since I definitely did not hear God telling me to step away from my business, I asked him to show me how I should move forward. As I move into this new season, I recognize that I have three things going for me. Well, a lot of things going for me, but three really important things. I have an engaged audience who is supportive of my crazy schedule. I have six years of solid content that seems to be applicable more than ever. And I have a broad network of friends and partners that I've worked with over the years. So my strategy this year will be to offer the content I have to my network of partners to fill gaps they may have in their own businesses, to serve them and their audience as a guest expert or podcast guest, and grow my reputation as a leader in my zone of genius. Especially for the first three months of the year, I'll also focus on the backside of my business, cleaning up some processes so I can serve my people well with the little time I have. And I have some in-person events that I'll attend and possibly be part of the team so I can expand my network even further. Instead of focusing on the time I'm losing, I'll choose to focus on maximizing what I do have to continue serving God's girls, because in the end, that's what I'm all about. And that is the essential truth I'll carry with me into 2022. Now, for your one simple action step, I'd love to hear one of your key takeaways from 2021 and how you'll use it in the next year. Share it on social media and tag me at Do A New Thing so I can cheer you on. Or share it in my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do A New Thing. Thank you for hanging out here with me for the last nine months as I've figured out this podcasting thing. If it's been helpful to you, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and write an honest review wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.